my dear friend, you are tuning in or listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to uh, difficult questions concerning God, uh, religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru, and I'm currently ministering at Sinai as well as Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in South Australia. You're listening to myself here in the studio uh, of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Uh, we are live and we are thankful that you could tune in. And uh, I've got a wonderful guest here in the studio, but I will introduce him shortly. But let me just uh, remind those who have been following us actually this week that our theme has been, and for those who are tuning in for the first time, the theme has been, How Do I Respond to um, hypocrites in the church So we are actually dealing with the church this week How do I respond to hypocrites in the church However, uh, for today our topic will be Why does the church have so many hypocrites? That's, the, that's a very important question Why does the church have so many hypocrites? Let me just begin by introducing a uh, a co-host here in the studio, and this is uh, none other than Eric Hur. Uh, for those who have been uh, following Faith FM for quite some time, Eric is not uh, uh, he's not a stranger. Actually, he's someone whom you have heard from time to time uh, here on the uh, Draft Time program, and I'm so uh, grateful that I could actually uh, co-host with him because. Um, yeah, all along I've been I've been co-hosting with Helen Gray, uh, a lovely person, and um, except this week uh, we decided would you know we'll switch uh, because uh, yeah Gary. It's a way, but uh, he'll be back on Thursday, so he'll be, uh, you know, taking my spot on Thursday. So I'm so thankful, therefore, uh, to uh, be able to uh, co-host with Eric. And Eric, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Good to see you. And a nice drop of rain this morning. Oh, wonderful. It's good yes, to see yes. the rain on the earth. Oh, exactly. And, and right now, it's actually sunny out there, but mm. not too hot. I just love this weather. <laughs> you know, not hot, not cold. And uh, you know where I come from uh, originally, uh, Eric? Uh, we're not used to very cold weathers. Mm. And so for me, when the sun comes out, you know, that's my uh, happy moments. And so, mm. but yeah, no, but it is also good to have that rain because, uh, you know, without the rain, the farmers won't be happy. And, uh, we, you know, we actually need that to also uh, water our gardens as well. Now, I, I hear that... Um, you are ministering to uh, uh, the uh, the Aboriginal group here in South Australia yes. uh, within the Seventh Day Adventist Church, uh, and um, tell us a little bit, uh, Eric, because there might be those who might be tuning in actually, uh, who might be you know First Nation people, you know, mm. and, and yeah, tell us, uh, Eric, a little bit about that. Yes, um, yeah. yes. Well, we have a uh, an Indigenous group here in Adelaide that we uh, study the Bible with. We have studies on a Wednesday. Wonderful. Uh, Starting at 10 o'clock, and yes. we have a lovely discussion time there. That's 10 o'clock uh, in the morning. And 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. So Wonderful. We've, we've actually got a van that uh, goes yes. around and picks people up and Wonderful. brings them in down to the Elizabeth Seventh-day Adventist Church in Peterswall Street down yes. there in, uh, in Elizabeth. Yes. And uh, that runs, normally we have a, a hot drink and a discussion on the Bible, which the, the folks really enjoy. 
enjoy. Yes. And it's lovely talking to them and getting their feedback on yes, these issues. Definitely. We also have church at the, often at the Elizabeth Church yeah. on a Sabbath morning at uh, uh, 9.30. But uh, sometimes, too, we go and take our group and visit around other churches and have wonderful. a wonderful fellowship there as well. Oh, that is that is amazing. And yeah. the work you're doing there, I'm pretty sure, uh, is much appreciated because it sounds like you are very much involved Um uh, pardon me, uh, you know, within the um, the indigenous community as well. You also have a family, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A man with uh, quite a huge family. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, my wife's Erin and my name's Eric, so we got the two E's together. But, oh, I see. Wonderful. Uh, we've been married now yes. uh, near, uh, 50 years next uh, next year, so that'll wow, be a congratulations. Praise Thank God. You. Yeah. And uh, we have four children and yes. uh, currently we have nine grandchildren, so it's uh, it's spread from a, a yeah. small two <laughs> to what we have today, and it's absolutely wonderful. I love that's it. right. I that's love right. Them. Hey, that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. And so, yes, yeah, so, uh, you know, now, for those who have been um, wondering, how can we get a copy of the previous presentations or if you've missed them? Mm. Let me just remind you that you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and just look for the uh, uh, the draft time program, Big Q&A. Uh, you'll be able to listen to the previous presentations. Now, Eric, I'd like to begin with something that is happening you know, around the world. We see rapid changes mm. and... Um, you know, there's a, there's, there's a trend today, uh, where people pretty much, you know, do whatever they please and, you know, and they, some people do not even subscribe to a certain moral, uh, standard, you know, we're just living in a in quite an interesting world. And I just, as I was just browsing once again on the Christian, um, uh, platform, I, I found this story that I would like to share, uh, with our listener. And, and it's a story about a, a lady by the name of, uh, Demi, uh, Levato. Hopefully I have pronounced, uh, her name properly. All right. So Demi says that, uh, she cut her hair, uh, she's cut her hair short to break free from, uh, gender, sexuality norms, uh, of Christianity and, uh, they're in the Southern culture. Um, and, and here she's an American, she's in the U.S., so she's referring to the South. Um, now you'll be interested to know that Demi Lovato was actually born a Christian. And she was born in 1992, August 20th, just two days after me. You won't believe, hey, I'm giving out my age. <laughs> but uh, so I can relate. She's a young person, uh, an American singer and actress. And, um, and uh, you know, she was born a Christian and raised a Christian. But uh, all of a sudden, you know, something has happened in her life and she's making these changes. And so this is what she actually says. Um uh, in, in one of the interviews, uh, that she's had, uh, recently, she actually says that I cut my hair because I just wanted to free myself from all of the gender and sexuality norms that were placed on me as a Christian in the South. And when I cut my hair, I felt so liberated because I wasn't subscribing to an ideal or a belief placed upon me to be something that I'm not. And so Levado, she's 28 and uh, she says that she's happy. Now she feels like that she is owning herself. And, um, not only that, she, she says, um, 
You know, she, if you don't like it, fine, she said. You know, but uh, but if this provokes a conversation, raises awareness, uh, um, takes away the stigma about the topics I'm talking about, then uh, uh, that's what I want uh, to just open people's perspective and to change the conversation around uh, recovery too. And then she goes on, you know, to talk about uh, a certain uh, uh, music that she's released, and I'm a bit hesitant to even call out the title, but but here's the thing. A Christian, raised, raised Christian, and all of a sudden she decides to do something different. Now, the Bible uses a certain word uh, when describing people that, you know, profess to be a people of faith, and yet they live a different life or they act differently. Um, and we will be digging much deeper into that because the, the, the topic for today says, you know, how or why does the church have so many hypocrites? So this word hypocrite, Actually comes from the, uh, uh, from the Greek, uh, theater, uh, uh, where people, the actors would actually put on a different mask and play a different, you know, character. And so that was, that's where we get the word, the word, uh, uh, hypocrite, hypocrite. And Jesus did use that a number of times to refer to those people who inward, or well, who outwardly, uh, profess Christianity, uh, or profess to be the people of faith, but inwardly or in their action, they actually act differently. Maybe before we even get into that, because I know you've got so much to share with us, which I'm looking forward to, but what is your take on these kind of uh, uh, dramatic changes when people who profess to be a people of faith are all of a sudden, you know, change and they start maybe living differently? And some of them are still in the church and they still believe that, you know, they are... Christians, I don't know. Have you ever thought about this, Eric? What is your take on that? Yeah, well, you know, um, being a Christian, um, yeah. our foundation is the Bible, Wonderful. the Word of God. That's and right. when we stand on that, we know exactly uh, that the line is drawn in the sand yeah. as to what is good for us and what is not good for us. But when right. we when we start to, um, to lose that faith of God's Word and we step over the boundary, yes. then we weaken... Um, not only uh, our habits of what we do, but also right. it actually weakens and we become part of the world, yes. which therefore you go into the world. I mean, I've I've heard of people who even on birth certificates now that you can put down no no gender. Right, so right. Yeah, I've heard about that born, as well. You, know, you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to have that sort of agenda. Interesting. So we're, li- we're going to be living in a confusing world about who yes. your mum and dad is. That's right. Even that has, seems to be going out the window as well. We can't right. say the word mum or dad. Right. So where does right. it end? I'm a grandfather, so I, do I not get called grandfather? That's right. You know, it, That's where right. is it all going to end up? And it's it's going to be a confusing world. And then I think of the legal things in that. Yes, yes. Where you know you have your rights in the family. Well, how does that work out if you don't know who your parents are? Or you don't want them around. Exactly. Or, Exactly. Yeah, agenda. yeah, that's it's right. It's going to be very confusing, and yeah. and when you've got no line drawn in the sand, when there's no morals as you started with, yeah, yeah. well, then you you go into despair, really. Exactly. I, I fear for the future. Mm. I, I don't know where we're heading, yeah. to be honest. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I guess uh, you know some people would ask questions, and honest questions, genuine yeah. questions regarding well. Those who profess to be Christians, mm-hmm. uh, who act differently, and and mm-hmm. um, I I think we'll dig much into that as we as we go on with this discussion. Mm-hmm. But but I guess what we are saying is that hey, this is a very confusing world in which we are living, mm-hmm. and it's happening outside of the church. It's happening. It happening even amongst those who profess to uh, to believe in God, and uh, but we'll wrestle with that and see what. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what the Bible has to say. I would just like to remind our listener that uh, we do have a number of which you can actually text us uh, uh, to, and uh, if you like to interact, um, the number is zero four double eight double eight. 0811. And if you have a question or if you would like to, uh, you know, receive one of our free offers, just know that that's the number that you, uh, that you need to, uh, to use. And, um, we'd like to hear from you once again. You know, if you don't mind sharing where you're listening from as well, it just helps us to know that there are people out there who are listening to Faith FM. And that really encourages us. And so that is the number 048880811. But hey, before we dig much deeper into this discussion about you know, hypocrisy and why is that prevalent in the church? We want to, uh, take a short break uh, and then we'll be right back. So please do stay with us. We're not going anywhere, but we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Michael, the station director here at Faith FM. Faith FM is almost 11 years old and it's been incredible to see how God has used us to change lives around Australia in every community we reach. I'd like to invite you to partner with Faith FM in supporting and growing your station by giving whatever God calls you to share. You can go to faithfm.com.au slash donate or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM to see how you can make a difference. Thanks for listening. Wonderful, my friends. Yes, we've got a wonderful opportunity to share the good news with the whole world. And we would love to partner with you. And, you know, Faith FM is reaching out many lives and, and leading many people to Christ. And what a wonderful opportunity while you're sitting in the comfort of your home to actually partner uh, uh, in this ministry, um, you know, through uh, your little donation. So we really appreciate that. And let me just also remind those who might be living uh, here in South Australia in the areas of Hove that we've got a Monday's evening Bible study group uh, at 6.30 at Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church. And the address is 10 Amelia Street in Hove. And um, also we've got Wednesday prayer meetings uh, in most of our Adventist churches. Uh, so if you happen to be nearby and you would like to get into an in-depth Bible study, uh, uh, so please do, uh, you know, check out with your local Seventh-day Adventist church. I'm pretty sure uh, you find... Um, yeah, you find uh, them holding a Bible study sometime during the week. Also, we've got a free giveaway for this week. It is the wonderful little book, Steps to Christ. A wonderful book that will bring you much closer to God. It really speaks about the heart of God and one that uh, you wouldn't want to miss. Uh, and the number to once again claim this free offer to is 048 uh, If you just uh, send us your name, your address, and your phone number... Or your address, should I say? That would be much appreciated. And if you live in South Australia, please do include your postcode as well. So stay with us. We'll be right back in a uh, in a few minutes, and we'll dig much deeper uh, into uh, this topic. When we walk with the Lord in the
welcome again. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru. Our co-host today is Eric Hor and you know Eric uh has been one of the co-hosts here on on Faith FM for quite some time and some of you might know Eric and so I'm so you know I'm so happy that I could actually uh, co-host with him today because, uh, yeah, I haven't had this opportunity uh, before. And so i uh, just like to remind our listener that our theme for this week has been, how do I respond to hypocrites in the church? But the topic for today, however, is the following. Why does the church have so many hypocrites? Now, Eric, is this a problem in the church? Do we see this in the church? I mean, as the uh, question implies, what is your take on this um Regarding hypocrites uh, in the church, what does research even say? Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's interesting um, when you look at uh, when we're talking about hypocrites in the church. That I, I kind of think that uh, people in the world see hypocrites in the church. Right. Uh, not so much maybe that some people in the church might see that, but okay. I know that that the world often judges the church on what people do inside the church. That's right. You know, there was a survey taken, it's a while ago now, 2007, but the Garner group, uh, Barner Group did an extensive research project in which they asked non-Christian people why they rejected Christianity. Yes. And many Christian leaders were surprised to learn that the, that none of the top six answers were evidential reasons. In other words, it was nothing to do with what Jesus taught. Right, right. Which is interests me. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> because they judge it more on something else. So um, they rejected Christianity for moralistic reasons. And okay. The, the top three problems people yes. had yes. was... Uh, the first one was anti-homosexual. Okay. This, that was actually 91%. Okay. Uh, another one was judgmental. Okay. That was the second one. And the third one was hypocrites. Right. Those right. three. Yes. You know, before I was a Christian, um, I used to think that uh, Christians were quite sissy. I thought that they, okay. did, they did just as the church did. Okay. You know, the church sort of ruled the roost and That's did right. all that. And, and, right. modern, and I used to see what you know, Christian people did out in the open. So a Christian life is actually more responsible, if you like, okay. in the way they lead their lives That's and the right. people of the world. Because you can be a hypocrite in the world. You could do a lot of things. That's right. But to a lot of people, it's kind of normal if you let them down. You know, it's just a way of life. But for Christians, yes. we are growing in, in Christ, and therefore we must stand more as proof that God exists. What, so if yeah. I may, if I may uh, cut mm. you off there a little bit. Yeah. So what you're saying is that, hey, Christians were not robots. So mm. there isn't a person, right, that just say, do this, do that, and you just march to the beat. Mm. What you're saying is that, yes, there is uh, moral guidelines. There is, you know, that which we believe, but, but we are also free, uh, beings and we decide on how we respond to that. Mm. Um, and, and so what I'm hearing you saying is that, you know, just like in the world, we know that there are some, uh, rules and, uh, and, um, you know, legal frameworks of which we need to follow, uh, in the, you know, in the world in which we're living in order to be Good citizens. Mm-hmm. However, we also trample on those as well. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I get what you're saying. So, mm-hmm. okay. So hypocrites <laughs> inside of the church and even outside the church. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's interesting that, um, the modern people yeah. contend that the greatest proof that God does not exist is the behavior of Christians themselves. Okay. In short, the way that, you know, Christians live and act is solid proof in their minds. Right. That what Christians believe is not true. You know, um, Gandhi okay. once said, and a lot of people know this quote, he says, I like your Christ, yes. 
but I don't like your Christians. Uh-huh. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. So how did he how did he rectify yeah, that? Yeah. He saw what Christians were doing, and it seemed to be at odds of what Christ taught. That's right, and and, and that's very contradictory in mm. a sense because you know Christianity stands or falls on the man of and on the man Christ because we believe mm. that Jesus uh, is God. We mm. believe that. Jesus is the, uh, as he says in John 14, the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, you know, his life uh, and resurrection really, uh, it, it's the foundation of Christianity. Mm-hmm. So what, what I'm hearing Gandhi saying is that, hey, well, if Christ is um, your God and uh, the one whom you're, you ought to imitate, and if you are not doing that, if you're living life that is contrary to that, obviously, you know, there is something missing here. Yes, and, that's right. And therefore, they don't believe that God exists because right. there's no change in your life. There's no change. There's there no has power. To be a that's right. right. No, no power. Right. That's what we're yeah, because the Bible does speak about the power of the gospel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's what changes our lives. That's uh, right. I mean, you know, the first step I believe in yeah. in recognizing hypocrisy and okay. hypocrites is actually admitting it. It's saying yeah. yes, yes, we ha- the church has done wrong collectively right. in the past, right. but also uh, individually yes. we do it. So. So, you know, we're all sinners. Yes. Uh, and, and the church, um, we come to church because Christ has called us. He's come into our lives. And I, I know that when I was changing, um, that, uh, some things were happening to me that I wasn't concentrating on stopping doing things. It was happening automatically. Automatically. Thought yep. patterns yep. change. Yep. And, yep. and this yep. is what, this is what it's all about. Right. But, but I think the first key in this okay. is Mark 1, 14 to 15. It says, yes. after John was put into prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. Uh-huh. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. This word repent yep. comes up and up again when you look at when Jesus Jesus talks about hypocrites. He talks about right. repentance. Repentance. So this yep. is talking about sin. That's right. Yeah. Mm. So re- obviously, repentance is uh, pretty much making a U-turn. You were heading in the wrong direction. You mm. pretty much doing the wrong thing. Now you have admitted. You have confessed, and now you are actually, you know, turning around and mm. living a different life now, doing you know things differently. But I'm so thankful that Philippians four thirteen says, "Hey, mm. we can do all things through yes. Christ." Who strengthen us, and so 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 God helps us through that process. That's wonderful. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are some warnings uh, given actually in Matthew seven fifteen to twenty. Okay, uh, it talks about within the church. It says, "Watch yeah. out for false prophets. They True. come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves." Right. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Okay. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Uh-huh. Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree. Is bad fruit. That's a right. A good tree cannot be a bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot be a good fruit. Yes. Every tree that does not be a good fruit is cut down and thrown to the fire. That's right. Thus, by their fruit, that's you right. recognize them. Hey, and that's, that's what right. we're talking about now. So, if I say to you, okay, you know, I, I um, I'm different. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm now following Christ. How yes. is that showing? That's right. That's is right. Is that showing? So that's an outward. It it, it it happens inwardly, but also yes. it then reflects outwardly on the fruits. And we know that the fruits of the Spirit Amen. are love, peace, mm. all these sorts of that's things. That's right, that's right. Um, so it's talking here about um, a growth process growth that we've process. turned around that's right. from the sin in our lives uh-huh. to, even though we're still sinners, yes. we are still growing and moving in the right direction. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah, that's quite interesting. You know, 
Thank you, uh, Chris, for uh, sending in that text. And once again, for those who are listening, please do feel free to interact here. 048880811. You know, Chris actually says that, um, Mm. Paul wrote and warned us of false teachers and hypocrites in his letters to the Galatians. And, uh, and, and Eric, you were just touching up a bit on that as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, a few lines down, he actually says, uh, so having hypocrites in the church is nothing new and occurred in the early church and Jesus warned against uh, it happening. Uh, he said, you know them by the fruits, which is what you were just saying there. Uh, so know what they just, know what they say. Uh, yeah, if we profess to be Christians, we need to leave as Christians. I agree there, Chris. Mm. And true. And, 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 this is a uh, something we really need to understand is that uh, first of all, uh, we we're still humans. We're still wrestling with carnal nature, mm. but God has a goal of which you know he, he He's leading us to, and that is holiness, and that. Is not instantaneously. Uh, it is a growth process. I'm just pig- piggybacking uh, on, on what you just say there. That growth process. But anyways, yeah. Continuing, uh, uh, Eric. Yes. Yeah, so what the, else? Uh-huh. Well, in the same chapter, Matthew right. seven, it goes on in verse twenty-one to twenty-three. Okay. It says, uh, "Not everyone who says to me, Lord, uh, Lord, will that's enter right. the kingdom of heaven. That's right. But only the one who does the will of my Father. Now that's key, who is isn't in it? Heaven. Yes. That's right. So what is the will of the Father? What that is. Pretty much what God has commanded, His wish, yes. pretty much what He wants us uh, yeah. uh, to do and to live, because that is what is best. He knows what is best. Mm. You know, I find this to be quite interesting, uh, mm. Eric, because this is speaking to Christians. Yes, it is not speaking to those who are outside. No, Jesus recognized this. He said, "Hey, um, you know, many will say to me, Lord, Lord.' Obviously, this must be Christians. Mm. Yeah, so yes. they were missing a mark here. Yeah, yes, so. and uh-huh. and it says many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and right. in your name drive out demons? That's right. And in your name perform many miracles. And then he says, then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you Oof. away from me, you evil doers. That's a, such a strong uh, thing <laughs> to strong, say. Hey. Yep. yep, that's right. So yeah. you know, it's more than just. Um, Prophesying and 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 um, talking about things in God's name. It's actually our character is involved here. It talks about the way we deal with deal with people. People know that we love Christ That's right. by the way that we show our love to others. That's right. And the way we cut them off, you know. That's um, right. And this is the whole thing that the the Pharisees got into so much trouble yes. because they were trying to uphold the law of the of of what they believed. That's right. And they had a system, but they were neglecting the very essence of Christianity. That's right. That's right. Mm. They, 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 you know, they were so careful uh, to tithe on every little bit, but yet in their heart, they were still unloving. You know, they were mm. still uh, pretty much judgmental. You know, they looked at the widow who only put in a penny, mm. and that is a coin. Let's just put it in the modern context, who only put in maybe, you know, a dollar coin, mm. and looked down on her. You know, and so th- there was still something missing in their heart. So there was that hypocrisy in their heart. That's quite interesting. Yeah. All right. I like yeah. what Luke six forty two says. It okay. says, um, "How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the speck that's in your eye, hey. when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? That's right. You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and you huh. will see clearly to take out the speck that's in your brother's eye. And he notice how he twists it around. Yeah. And he says, "Look, the brother's got a little speck. You yes. call it a log. You've got that's a right. problem here." That's you know? right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, that's quite interesting. That's double standard, we would say today. You know, you're saying, hey, you know, ABC, whereas for you, it's not only ABC, it's A to Z, you know. This, <laughs> and so you're being ignorant of that. Mm. Right, right. All right. That does, maybe before we even, uh, 
consider you know going to a break because there's a lot here which uh, which I would like to delve much into. What about the church? Does the Book of Revelation has to say anything you know regarding the church even in the last days? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, I'd like to go to Revelation three sixteen where it says uh, in verse sixteen. So because you are lukewarm. Neither hot nor cold, yeah. I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. And verse 17 says, You say I am rich, yeah. I've acquired wealth, yeah. and do not need a thing. Right. But you do not realize that you're wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. <sighs> I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, mm. so you can become rich, and white clothes to wear, so you can cover your shameful nakedness, and right. slave to put onto your eyes, so you can actually see. Mm. Those whom I love, I Rebuke and discipline. So that's be right. earnest and repent. Here's that word repent again. Repent again. That's right. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come and eat with that person and they yeah. be with me. So what it's talking about here is that we think we're doing okay. That's right. It's saying, look, I, I need nothing. That's I, right. I, I'm doing very well. I'm rich. I've acquired wealth. I don't need a thing. But what Jesus says is, no, you are actually a wretched person. You're pitiful. Right. You're poor. Right. You're blind. And then the answer is here. He says, I can't you to buy from me gold. This is wisdom. It's talking here about um, being changed, having our character refined in the fire yes. so you can become rich, so that you can become happy. That's right. And white clothes to wear so that we can cover our sinful it's talking about the naked body. It's actually our shameful way. That's right. And so this is talking here about uh, recognizing because if you if you think about it, when a, a hypocrite is is judging or, or um, putting somebody else down or, or um, doing something like that, what it actually means is they don't actually see what they're doing. I mean, uh, and I've got to admit, I am a I've been a hypocrite at times. I think. Hmm. We're all, we all can be hypocrites. I, I, I believe I so. I believe so because none of us is perfect. You no, know? that's right. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Mm. Um, and it is by God's grace alone and His justifying power that we are able to do what we can do from there today mm. and uh, gain victory in, you know, over sins. And mm. what, you know, what that is what God wants us to do, uh, to gain victory, but it is him working in us. And, uh, unfortunately, from time to time, you know, in, in, in that wrestling, in that battle over sin, you know, we give in, a, you know, a little bit or, you know, and, uh, but. Well, sometimes we act wrongly, you know. Exactly. And, and I can think back in my life and yeah. say, look, I wish I had that time again. Yeah. I feel sorry about that. Right. That, that happened in my life. Right. But I right. know that too, that, um, when we come so, when we come close to God, yes. God changed, He has the power okay. to change us. Uh, he has more power over Satan. He, he, he has defeated Satan. Right. Uh, but the thing is that Satan is crafty. He tries to bring down people yes. by disrupting families, by getting in. Because often something will blow up in the church, yes. not over something theological. It's normally about something, something small, so hey. small. That's right. It's the difference between a brother and a sister. And in That's families, right. you will always have a fight. But if you have the love of God there, mm. and you may have a different opinion on something, That's right. then that love should be able to contain that, that That's you can right. still grow That's together. Right. That's but right. Because we're all different people we've got that personality you're right on, so you're often right on, a lot yeah. of this things about hypocrisy doesn't come from what G, it comes it has nothing to do with what jesus teaches that's right. it often comes about the way we react about it to that's one right. another yeah no nah. what did jesus had to say any warnings that he gave 
you know, regarding hypocrisy? Yes, well, um, you know, one of the big ones is, uh, of course, uh, in Matthew 23. Uh-huh. And there's a whole chapter there right, on, uh, talking right. about hypocrites here. Right, um, so that's some, some homework for some of us, eh? <laughs> it is. Yeah, okay. Um, and it starts off by, in verse 23, it's interesting, it says, Then Jesus said to the crowds and his disciples, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, so you must be careful to do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. Isn't that right. an interesting statement? <laughs> that is quite interesting. He's saying here that the Pharisees and the, the teachers of the law have the authority here. Right. He's talking about that. But he says, you know, do what they do. Yes. It says, so you must be careful to do everything they tell you. Everything they tell you to do, yes. so it's it's the scriptures, yes. but don't do what they do. That's right. Wow, that's isn't right. that a, a contrast? Yeah, there, there is a contrast there, that's wow. right, which means they're preaching one thing and practicing another. Yes. And, and, and that is and, not and right. I, I truly believe that Jesus came to this earth yeah. to show us to how to be how to be one of his followers, how to yes. live right. as a Christian. Because when you take the, the law uh-huh. and you apply it, and you could apply that all the time to every instant, there's uh-huh. no grace. There's no grace there. Mm. Jesus came and, and he spent more time with the unholy than he actually did with the holy. Yeah. yeah and what yeah, he did yeah, was right. he brought the spirit of the law. He brought the grace in. He brought the uh-huh. love in. So if we didn't have him here that's showing right. us that, we would live as a Pharisees uh, live today. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I guess, then. you know, we do believe that according to what Paul says in Romans seven twelve. The law is holy and the commandment holy and just and good. So there was nothing wrong with the law. It's no. the fact that we as humans, yeah. you know, we, we, we pretty much wanted to keep that without the spirit. And mm. uh, so we wanted to do things in our own power to begin with. Yes. And uh, number two, we, you know, we thought if I can tick off A, A, B, C, you know, in the eyes of people, uh, or even maybe in the heart, we're lying to ourselves that, hey, we've pleased God mm. and we forget that there is nothing good in us. There's nothing, you know, in fact, even the thought of praying, that's actually, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit working upon us. Mm. Uh, and so in a sense, uh, yeah, so that's what we see, you know, uh, I guess fr- from what I'm hearing. Yes. Jesus saying, hey, yeah, do listen definitely to what they're saying. Yes. But just don't, don't do, do what, what they, they do. do. That's, that's right. That's um, quite interesting. And, and it says here in verse yeah. 4, they tie up heavy, cumbersome loads yeah. and put them on other people's shoulders, huh. but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger mm. to move them. Mm. Uh, so what it's saying there is that they bring in man-made laws to yeah. make it cumbersome to, to right. have their program, but they're not actually willing to help the people right. themselves. It's right. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it says that they uh, everything they do is done for the people to see. So mm. it's an outward show. It's like yes. what you started off with. It's that's like right. hypocrite, being a hypocrite is like being an actor. That, that's right. That's right. And just going through the motions exactly. without actually having any, you know, the real purpose yeah, in your heart. Yeah. You know. And, and you know those kind of people deceive mm. both uh, the people within and the people without, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then it goes on to the seven woes uh-huh. uh, on the, the teachers of the laws and the Pharisees. And it's very interesting. These, yes, because the first one uh, uh-huh. it says, "Woe to you, teachers of the law and the Pharisees, you hypocrites! Right. You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, yes. nor will you let those enter who are trying to. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense you make long prayers. Therefore, you will receive greater condemnation." That is quite interesting. Yep. So what yeah. he's saying here is that yes. um, they are, are acting in a way that um, uh, 
they rule over the people taking um, taking the, the money and the tithes and, and everything into it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they, they show the outward show of, of a religious organization. That's right. But they do not, at the center of their hearts, have the people's concern. They don't have the widows' That's right. um, places there. That's and, right. And they have great big long prayers. That's right. Uh, it's an artificial way of, of, um, of, of Christianity. That's right. Because um, that's, that's right. not the purpose of what Jesus came for. Uh, this definitely is, not. And it's a faulty leadership that that's slams right. the door of eternity uh, into actually people's faces. Their choices will not lead them to heaven and those who follow them. So they can lead. It's yes. telling us here that they can lead yes. others in that direction. But they themselves are not going. They're yeah. not going there themselves. Yeah. No. Yeah. So there is a warning here that's right. about outward show. That's uh, right. Because I believe that whatever action we do as Christians, it should uh-huh. be a normal response. True. We should grow into an act of not even having to think yeah. about helping a brother or sister in trouble that's or right. seeing a need and not acting on it. I think I think that has to come over naturally Amen. rather than um, and having to even think of it. So That's there's, right. there's That's seven right. of these woes. Um, yeah, 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 no. Yeah. You know, once again, uh, to our listener, yeah, what do you think about uh, hypocrisy? And should hypocrisy, um, you know, stop you from attending church or, or, beca- or, or joining um you know, Jesus movement. Uh, you know, uh, the, the person who has written to us before, I'm mistaken the name for Chris, but it was Raphael. Thank you once again for interacting there. You know, if you have a question, uh, please do interact with us. I mean, here's a question that I'll put out to those who are listening. What should we do about hypocrisy in the church? But hey, I know that's, uh, that we will receive all kinds of answers, but that's the question. What should we do? And, uh, but you know, in, in about, you know, two minutes, uh, uh, Eric, are you able to bring in the other woes and then we could take a break and then, you know, sure. we can resume on this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Well, the second one there yeah. uh, in verse 15, it says, um, a woe to you teachers of the law and the Pharisees, you hypocrites, you travel over land and sea to win a single com- convert. Yeah. And when you have succeeded, you make them twice as much a child of hell. As you are, which is really strong. So what it's saying is you go and you bring them back into the system. That's right. uh, And it's worse. And and then in verse 16, woe to you blind guides. You say, if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But anyone who swears by the gold of the temple is bound by that oath. (sighs) You blind fools. Which is greater? The gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred. You know, the sacrifice is the most important. Not not the glitter and the the things around it. That's right. Um, and then uh, in verse 23, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, yes. but you have neglected the more matters of the law, justice, mercy, mercy. and faithfulness. That's right. You should have practiced the later without neglecting the former, you That's blind right. guides. Isn't that amazing? That's this, right. this, is what, this is the whole crux, I think, of, yeah, of being a hypocrite. Yeah. Of yeah. why we do things. That's uh, right. And then the next one is, woe to you teachers, verse 27, uh-huh. teachers of the laws and Pharisees, you hypocrites. Yes. You're like wash, wa- whitewashed tombs. You look beautiful on the outside, <laughs> but on the inside you're full of bones oh, and dead. That's and sad, isn't it? Clean. It is, yeah. That's right. And in the same way on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you're full of hypocrisy. And, we, and this is where I think it takes us back to the fruits. That's right. What are the fruits of the people? What are they That's doing right. that shows that Jesus is alive? You That's know? right. That's uh, right. And so that was the last one of those woes. Yeah, there's yeah. those seven woes. So it's important, I think, for the listeners 
to read Matthew 23. It's very interesting. Well, may- and read the whole thing. That's right. Maybe we'll take a quick short break, you know, because mm. we just, yeah, we just learned quite a lot uh, in, a, in, in a short time. But, you know, the crux of all this is that Jesus is saying, hey, we ought to be authentic. Uh, if we if I'm a Christian, let mm. me, you know, yes. let me live that Christian life and mm. the Holy Spirit can help us in that, um, in that, uh, in that, um, Work. In fact, Romans chapter 8 speaks about the work of the Holy Spirit upon our hearts, that it is He who does this work in our lives. Once again, hey, if you would appreciate uh, an in-depth Bible study or you have a question, uh, once again, if you happen to be in the area there in Hove, here in South Australia, please do come by by the church, uh, Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Uh, the address is 10 Amelia Street, every Monday at 6.30. Once again, we are also giving out a free giveaway and this is the book, Steps to Christ. A wonderful little book which will bring you much closer to God uh, you know, through a uh, a wonderful, um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, through this wonderful writer. If you're interested, the name is uh, Steps to Christ, but just send us your name and address and your phone number, and we'll definitely make sure that we mail mail that to you. The number to text those information to is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven. Friends, do stay around, and we'll be right back. Let us just take a short break and uh, and take time to uh, you know meditate upon the words which we have just heard and let it sink in. So blessings, and we'll be right back. For by grace you have been saved through faith. It is a gift of God. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. You're listening to Faith FM. Won't you leave me? I'm tired and I need thy strength and power to guide. Lead me 
listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano here in the studios uh, here in South Australia in the studios of Faith FM in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And we are so happy that we could actually uh, share this wonderful time with you as we look at what the Bible has to say on various topics. And I've got a wonderful co-host uh, Eric Hoare, and uh, he's been a wonderful uh, uh, instructor here on this radio program. And, uh, you know, the theme for this week has been, how do I respond to hypocrites in the church? But the topic is, why does the church have so many hypocrites? And friends, it is true that it is only God who can actually lead us. Just like the song was saying, lead us, dear Lord, uh, lead me and guide me because it is only God who can do this work in and through us. Let us now focus on those, uh, on those individuals. Let us focus on the cross. But let me once again give an opportunity to Eric to share with us a bit more for the few minutes that we have left here on this radio program. And the question that I would like to pose to you, Eric, is what does hypocrisy do to the church, you know, missionally, um, and, and so forth. What does it do, and, and, and what is the remedy that Jesus or the Bible offers here? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. Um, several, several years ago, a poll was taken that showed the lifestyle activities of Christians were basically the same as those of people claiming not to be Christians when it came to the following list, like gambling, uh, taking something that didn't belong to them, saying mean things behind someone's back. Uh, having a physical fight or abusing someone, uh, using drugs, saying something to someone that's not true, getting back to someone for something they did, and consuming enough alcohol to be considered legally uh, drunk. So there was no statistic difference between a Christian and a non-Christian in those 10 areas of their lives. The only activity that was less common for Christians was recycling when 79% of Christians recycled more than 68% of (laughs) non-Christians. That is quite funny. But there was no outward change or sign in behavior from those who were claiming to be Christians at that time. Very sad. um, That is very very sad. sad. But there is an answer uh, to it. It's found in Romans 2. This is a really interesting one. Sorry. uh, Well, it talks here in Romans 2, 4. It says, um, Do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lend you you to repentance? So it says, Do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance? Do you rely on that all your all your time, right? Or do right. You, do you not know that God's kindness is meant? It's actually meant to lead you to change. Exactly. And if I may also just comment briefly, yes. I always say also that Christ died that we would not live that same old life. That's right. Because that's why He died. That's I mean that's what brought the Son of God on the cross. Yes. I, I mean, sin nailed him there. Mm. So God has opened a way out, and thank God. And this is by grace, is by faith. But the Holy Spirit is working in us. Mm. So we are not we we we, we are not what uh, uh, saved always saved. There's a work that needs to be done in us. And just like this verse is saying, not knowing that God's kindness or God's grace, we could even say, is meant to lead us to repentance, recognize who we are, be broken, 
and allow God to take over yeah. and, to, and, and, and to do the work that he needs to do. And I think there is a yeah. danger. Uh, yeah. The longer we live here on this earth waiting yeah. for, for Jesus to come again, I think the big thing here is that yeah. uh, we can become um, complacent. Uh, we lose our first love, yeah. if you like. like yeah. I, I, mean, I know that somebody will come into the church who's yeah. on fire. That's right. And, uh, and they really enliven the church, and we sit back and, and see this, this excitement. And the thing is that we need to keep growing in Christ, that each day we should remember what God has done for us. And I, I still remember the first time Christ came to me. And I think that's so important to remember that and to keep growing and to keep loving those around you. But it's interesting, 1 Corinthians, just quickly, we're just yes. about out of time, but 3.11 to 15. This was very interesting me, okay. to me. For it said, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ. Interesting. But if anyone builds upon the foundation, whether it be with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay or straw, the work of each one will become plainly known for the day of Christ will disclose and declare it because it will be revealed with fire and uh-huh. the fire will test and critically appraise the character and the worth of the work each person has done. If the work which any person has built on this foundation uh, survives, he will get his reward. But if any person's work is burnt up under the test, he will suffer the loss though he himself will be saved, not but only as one who has been passed through the fire. So the Corinthians are likened also to a building, right. uh, and it's talking here about the foundation of Jesus Christ. Right. And it says there is only one foundation, but the structure may be built in all sorts of ways. People may build something of lasting worth right. through using valuable materials, gold, silver, precious gold, or yeah. they may build something of no lasting worth except through cheap materials. So what it's saying here is yeah. we're actually building this foundation on the spirits the fruit yes. of the spirits that God has given us but not with things of the world or, that's right. or what way we do it. that's actually going to be burned up in the fire that's that right. we will actually some people will get through yes. but they will they will not have the rewards of, of what the, of living that life that's right we living are building life. something that's quite mm. interesting powerful yeah. that's powerful so spiritually what we do uh, contributes to uh, I, mean, I gotta be careful here with the words I'm using but not contributing as if we are saving ourselves but in a mm-hmm. sense it cooperates with God with what God is doing in us and we are building characters fit for heaven mm. and, 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 yes, yeah. and this um, this uh, this building uh, yeah. we are not doing the works to save ourselves it's no. not through us but the works reflect our love for our Christ our love for Christ because it's works and faith that That's will right. see us That's through right. you know, not by just by works alone but faith That's so right. having the faith in Jesus that allows him to change our lives That's right. we will then move into being more like Christ Amen. and we won't be judging people all around us or That's being right. a hypocrite of everything around us that's right. We'll be moving sweetly through into Jesus' character. That is quite amazing. Now, th- thanks, uh, uh, Eric. Now we're coming to the end of this program, but mm. I would like to thank those who are, you know who have tuned in and um, who has also uh, sent in uh, some messages there. Uh, once again. You know, do stay connected. And if you would like to claim some of those free offers, the number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven. Now. 
Eric, do you have any final words just yeah. before we pray? Yeah, I've noticed that also when going through the scriptures and looking up about uh, hypocrites, yeah. often it says, don't stand on the street corners and show what you're doing to others. Right. Don't stand there and, and, and give out big, long, ceremonious prayers, but do it in the quietness of the day. Because uh, uh, right. often he, he'll say, when you pray, you're not to be like the hypocrites, for they right. love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the streets corner, yeah. that they may be seen by men. This is a natural way of life. That's this right. is a change in all of us that takes place That's and right. that brings us more into the character of Christ so that when people see us and what we're doing we're reflecting God's character Amen. and not the character of the world Amen let us pray yeah. Father in heaven Creator of this universe, you who is, who was, and is to come, honor and glory be to thy name. Breath is in thy hands, our life is in your hands. Lord, we behold the wonderful, beautiful creation around us, and the natural world screams to us that you are there and that you care. Lord, I pray that you may help those individuals who have been discouraged, um, who have probably given up or who who are in a process. Lord, we just pray wherever, wherever people might be, we pray that they may just look up to Jesus alone because all of us humans, we are broken. We are sinful. We are a work in progress. In fact, it is the work of the Holy Spirit in and through us that can only reveal the faith that we hold. And Father, I pray that you may help those who are listening as well to have faith in Jesus, to trust in Jesus, to only look up to Jesus and to claim his promises because his promises are sure. And Father, I pray therefore that you may continue leading and guiding. This we pray in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh I be like